Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. Thanks for listening to the Art of Money podcast, artofmoneyradio.com for more information or to schedule that initial consultation. Appreciate you subscribing. Now, let's get to the show. It's being an election year. How does that affect what y'all do at the McPherson Financial Group, Luke? Well, so in election year, of course, everybody's, you know, awareness and senses of politics are heightened. And of course, you know, Ron DeSantis dropped out, but Ramaswamy dropped out first. And, you know, seemingly, I don't know if we have this on recording from the radio, you know, a year or so ago, but um, I initially said, you know, DeSantis probably shouldn't run. Just wait four more years until you're the biggest name and Trump's not there, whether Trump's president or not. And that time it's hard to tell. But anyways, that is politics. And so when it comes to the stock market, you know, our clients, um, some of them have a, you know, large awareness of what's going on and, and honestly kind of a fear of what's going on and a fear of who could be president and a fear of what could happen. But history tells us something different. So history, right, the election year. So every four years, right, there's an election from for the president. That is usually one of the best performing years of the stock market. And I'm thinking of the S&P 500 and specifically right? 20 of the last 24 election years. So we're going back to the 1920s, right? 83% of those election years have been positive. Mark, I know you go to the casinos. True. If I give you an 83% chance to go to the casino this year, 83% chance of winning, would you go? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the numbers, the numbers in history tell you that, you know, election years are good for the stock market. Now, whether we try to I hate to use the word the tinfoil hat, but whether we try to say, well, it's because the Fed is going to cut rates because of the current administration or, you know, this or that. It's true with any administration. Whoever's in the election cycle wants to be reelected or have their party be elected. And so um, it just seemingly the stock market does well during election years when you look at the S&P 500 and we just hit new all time highs. So anytime after a new all time high, after a 20 percent drop that we had recently, 15 out of 15 years, it's been higher. So could this be 16 out of 16 years higher and in the 83 percentile range? So, I mean, things are looking up when you look at history. So what you're saying is even though it's an election year, our emotions are all over the place. But traditionally, when it comes to the market, election year doesn't have too much of an effect. That is true. Yeah. So the election years themselves are more about us and our feelings, <laughs> whether no matter which side we're on. And, you know, I have charts, I have stats, I have, you know, returns going back to Roosevelt and Nixon and Bush and Reagan. And I mean, I, I can tell you the difference between a Republican president and a Democratic president is not very different. But have uh, you had to like talk clients off a ledge that really get terrified if Biden wins or if Trump's the president again, I'm going to pull all my money out of this or I'm going to do this. Do you kind of have to play therapist with some of your clients about politics? Definitely. Um, seemingly anytime there's a new president, there are um, me walking people off the ledge because it, if it's not their person they voted for, yeah, they think the economy is going to crumble. They think taxes are going through the roof. They think, you know, unemployment's going skyrocketed because it's not their political views. But at the end of the day, there's a lot more that goes into politics and it's very money driven. But, you know, from a economy perspective, right, even if you don't agree with the person in charge, they're not going to try to, you know, blow up the economy. They're not going to try to get you out of a job, right? They want to look good in history as well and they want to get reelected. So yeah. there's a lot that goes to it. And, you know, I would too, right? We're human. So yeah. I think from that perspective, I mean, it's, you know, Warren Buffett had, had a great quote, you know, if you and I'm going to butcher it, but, you know, I like Warren Buffett. He essentially said, if you run your portfolio based on politics, right, you're going you're gonna to miss out on a lot of the good times. And I also think it's safe to say right now as well that, you know, you may not like Joe Biden. You may be rooting against him. You may be campaigning for Trump. But I think the current administration is going to want to do everything they can to keep the economy strong because it favors them. 
It does. And I think that's where the Fed and the administration, right, they're supposed to be independent of each other. But come on, if I'm the president of the United States, I'm nudging Jerome Powell and say, hey, can you cut some interest rates before the election? Can you cut them? I mean, I'm not going to openly do it or maybe not by email, but I'm going to, you know, nudge him to, you know, have have the FOMC, right, the Federal Open Markets Committee, lower interest rates so the economy looks better. And yeah. the economy doesn't look bad right now. The economy looks pretty good. Yeah. You know, we had, you know, a positive GDP last year. You know, there could be a slowdown this year. It really depends. But um, you know, from a standpoint of how much money still in the system and how many trillions of dollars are sitting in money market accounts with FOMO, right? The fear of missing out. If you're sitting in cash, 5% sounds good from a risk-free perspective, but the bond market made 5% in December of last year. So there are different ways and um, things you can invest in that can outperform the money market accounts. But of course, the money market account is is pretty safe. Taking the emotions out of your investing. I know that can be easier said than done, especially in an election year because it's about to start and it's going to come fast and furious with the phone calls and the commercials and the flyers and the mailers. So taking the emotions out of your investing. 321-425-8550. Take advantage of that no cost, no obligation consultation if you've saved at least 500000 for your retirement spread across a 401k, an IRA, a pension, a savings. Again, that initial conversation with Art McPherson and Luke McCarty, all it will cost you is the time it takes to make that phone call. Again, 321-425-8550. Always available online, artofmoneyradio.com. Another great quote from Warren Buffett. I could end the deficit in five minutes. You just passed a law that says anytime there is a deficit of more than 3% of the GDP, all sitting members of Congress are ineligible for re-election. I mean, I like it. It sounds like um, <laughs> like common sense. I mean, if I racked up a million dollars and, and I'm trying to put this into our terms, I mean, you talk about 35 trillion of debt. It just it's mind blowing. But it's kind of similar to saying I have a million dollars of credit card debt and I didn't tell my wife about it. Is she going to stay with me? I mean, it's crazy, right? When you kind of dummy it down to our levels, I mean, it's so much debt. So he's right. I like it. You know, if you can't balance a budget and if we're not in a war and if we're not in a pandemic and we're not all these extra special things that can cause us to spend more money, you don't get reelected. Yep. I like it. Yep. Sign me Buffett, up for it. Buffett for president. <laughs> Buffett Although, for the win. He's going to be on the outside of my age limits for that one. But great quote, Warren. <laughs> Luke, the feeling on Wall Street is that the Fed will either pause or lower interest rates at their next meeting. But economist Peter Schiff, he disagrees with that theory. The markets are looking at the resurgence in inflation and their conclusion is, OK, the Fed's just going to have to fight a little harder to win this battle. No. What we're seeing is proof that the Fed has already lost. Inflation won. The Fed can't possibly raise rates high enough to reduce inflation without crippling the economy, without creating a worse financial crisis than 2008. Those days of really low inflation, they're gone. We're not going back to 2%, not even close. We're going to be much higher. All right, so he does bring up a point, Luke. If we do stay at 3% inflation or higher, so let's say the new normal is 3.2 or 3.3%. Does that change how you construct a retirement plan? It does change. And I agree with some of what he said. I don't think we're going to be extremely far off from 2%. But I think he's right. If the Fed keeps raising interest rates, we're going to have a recession. We're going to have high unemployment. We're going to have a bad economy. And right now, I think the Fed is skirting around that. But the second piece of that is the money that the government printed during covid that's the big kicker, right? You can blame supply chain. You can blame, you know, whatever you want to blame, but there's more dollars in the system now than there were four years ago. And that's the reason why we have inflation. So the Fed and the government needs to stop spending money 
Um, that would help with inflation. And, um, you know, the Fed needs to skirt around this pretty, you know, they're doing pretty good so far of not causing a recession. Um, but it seemingly it could happen if rates go too high. And going forward, every time I think the Fed is going to, you know, lower rates, we have a hot report from like a retail sales report, right? So that means that, you know, last week retail sales beat expectations and essentially means the consumer is still very strong. So the stronger the consumer is, the less likely you need to lower interest rates. And so, you know, the Fed's kind of skirting that line a bit. And when it comes to, re to a retirement plan, unfortunately, we've had some of this built into our plans already from the standpoint of, you know, healthcare costs. Mm -hmm. So if your historical inflation rates around, say, two, two and a half, well, your healthcare has been five or six percent. We've had some of that built in already. We just may need to go back and make some more adjustments to what the future inflation rate is in our softwares to account for a higher rate in the future. And what that means is that, you know, you need to be rewarded more for your risk that you're taking. And this goes back to my comment I made a few minutes ago on money market rates. You know, 5% money market rate's good, but the stock market did 26% last year. The bond market did 5% in one month. So you earning five on money market keeps up a little bit with inflation, but not if you could do a lot better than that. Now, of course, there's risks involved. So I think, it, you know, from, from our standpoint of retiring with higher rates of inflation, you just need your portfolio to perform better and be in the assets that are going to go up with inflation. Do you have the income to sustain the ups and downs of this constant economic inflation? Art McPherson, and Luke McCarty, they want to look at your portfolio to make sure economic shifts don't damage your retirement plans. It's a no cost, no obligation consultation, or maybe you just need a second set of eyes. And if you've saved at least 500000 for your retirement spread across a pension, savings, 401k. It's no cost. It's no obligation to have these conversations. 321-425-8550. Again, 321-425-8550. We're always available at artofmoneyradio.com. We have plenty of examples of people who just say, no, not going to do it when it comes to retirement. Case in point, the Rolling Stones, they're on their 37th farewell tour right now. <laughs> Harrison Ford. He won't shut it. Did you see the uh, latest Indiana Jones? I did not. I I, I checked out when I was um, junior last, high, grade school. Oh, oh, so it's been a minute. So <laughs> it's you, been a you minute checked for out me. at Last Crusade, huh? Yeah, I think so. If your Indiana Jones fandom ends at Temple and Doom, you're fine because the last two have been a lot of CGI. Yeah, my, mine ended there. Um, you know, just like my John Wick ended at John Wick one. What? You know, no, no person can. Hate to say it, you know, no person can kill a thousand people without seeing a bullet. John Wick. So if can. you're you're John Wicker, I mean, it's exciting, but you you know the outcome. It's going to be the same thing. But and the, but that's but the it, point, but at least John Wick's not seventy. See exactly. And the thing about John Wick is just those are fun. Shut it down. Turn your brain off and just watch mindless violence. Now the problem with the Indiana Jones is the bar has already been set back in the 80s and the 90s. That was set. Yeah. Yeah, but the new ones don't live up to it. Another one, Stephen King, still churning out books. To this day. So there are some people that just refuse to retire. In fact, the older workforce has quadrupled in size since the mid 80s. Over 19% of adults, Luke, age 65 or older, are still working. So have you noticed this trend with your clients of people who say, nope, not going to do it, not going to shut it down just yet? And how does that change their overall strategy? Yeah, we've noticed it. I mean, there are some people who just physically and mentally can't retire because they need something to do and they, you know, they take pride in their work and that's kind of what, you know, gets them going every day. And then there's some who 
retire from a job that's more difficult, either physically or mentally, and then they need something, you know, part time to stay a little bit busy, but not, you know, full bore. And so we've seen it. And, you know, what it changes is if you have a good portfolio saved up and you're still working, right, you're either not going to spend all your money on the things you want to spend it on because you're going to work too long. And you're going to miss out on some of those travel years and some of those vacations, you know, maybe some family things as well. And then you're going to give more money to your kids, right? Or to your beneficiaries. You know, if you're a good saver and you won't stop working, what are you saving for? And it's okay. You know, I have some clients that aren't going to spend their 401k, their IRAs because they have pensions and they're giving it all their kids. And so we're doing Roth conversions. So now they're giving it to them even better where they're getting, the kids are now going to get it tax free. So that's okay. There's no right, wrong, or, you know, there's no right or wrong answer to that question, but just be known if you, if you come in, you're like, Hey, I'm going to continue working the rest of my life. I've got, you know, a couple of million dollars in this retirement account. I'm never going to spend. My next question is, okay, where's it going to and why, you know, what's the purpose of you still saving? And maybe you're just a, a busy bee and, you know, need to keep things going. And that's fine too. I know each of your clients individually, everybody has a different purpose. Everybody's plan is different, but have you ever had to tell somebody, it's time to retire. It's time to slow down. <laughs> I have. And sometimes, you know, at the very beginning, they don't believe me. And then they keep working and they just keep saving and it keeps, you know, things gradually over time go up you in value. They don't believe you because they think they have to still work or they don't believe you because they're like, no, I want to still work. Uh, both. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you tell them to retire enough and they finally do it. And it's like, you know, they're like, oh, gosh, I really should have done this four or five years ago. Right. You know, I've missed out on four or five good, healthy years. I don't know what the future holds, which I don't either. But in my mind, you know, when I get to that point, you know, this is my profession. So hopefully I'll be able to tell myself this. But I want someone to tell me, Luke, you can retire. Here's your income. Here's your guardrails. Don't spend more than this. Don't spend less than this or the kids are going to get too much money and go have fun. I would love for someone to tell me that. So, Mark, if you want to tell me that today, you <laughs> I know, could, I could tell you that I'd be a liar, but I could tell no, you that. I need proof. I, I, I need it in writing. I need it in a financial plan. And we need to have some meetings about it. Um, but we, we can schedule those if you want to. Three, two, one, four, two, five, eight, five, five, zero. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A1 Today's show has been a work of art.